Well, hey there, friends. Philip here, and welcome to Betterology, the show all about helping you think better, do better, and be better in your business, family, and faith, and get happier, healthier, and wealthier along the way. I'm really excited to dive in to what's going to be a series of one of my favorite topics. And the goal of this is to show you how to master any area of life with a simple, repeatable process anyone can follow. Now, based on my best estimate, this is probably going to be four parts because it's a big topic. In fact, I'm already in the process of turning it into an online course so people can really dive deep into the content because I believe that you were made for more, but that things don't just happen automatically. I don't care how much you affirm or manifest or pray or think. Almost always, if you want to see progress in your life, Yes, do those great things, but you also have to be willing and able to take practical steps to move towards those goals. So maybe for you, you want to see growth in your business. You want to reach more clients and customers. You want to increase your profits. You want to reach into new markets to serve better. Maybe for you, you want to see your family get stronger and healthier and happier. You want to break the chains of dysfunction or the cycles of unhealthy habits that you inherited from your parents or perhaps your spouse inherited from theirs. Or maybe you want to grow your faith, go deeper in your relationship with God, grow stronger in your ability to follow the way of Jesus and to actually live in the world in a way that matters. Well, regardless of what area you want to grow in, I didn't even mention physical health, fitness, all things like that, there is a simple, repeatable process you can follow. And that's what I want to explore with you in this series here on the podcast. So that said, let me go ahead and share my screen. And we're going to dive into what I call the 4 by 4 mastery method. And this is a process that I've been using with my private clients for some time now to help them grow primarily in their business, but also in personal areas. And really, it comes down to asking yourself two simple questions to start. The first question is this, what do you want to grow? This is the power of setting your intention. And I'll tell you that there are definitely going to be things in this training that will get into the kind of woo side of things perhaps, but setting your intention is one of the most powerful things you can do if you want to see progress. Just hoping that things get better is never enough to make actual real change. But when you set your intention by answering this question, what do you want to grow? That's the first step. Now, by the way, I'm going to strongly encourage you to get a piece of paper or a notepad or a notebook or open up a text file on your computer if you're watching this and take notes because keeping a record of your thoughts and your learnings is one of the best ways to see consistent progress in your life. So what do you want to grow? The second question is, similarly, what do you want to master? Because here's the thing. If you want to see growth in your life, it will take some work on your part and just hacking it won't work. Full disclosure, and I'll be a little uh, transparent here. I have been building websites and doing design and now I have a company that does that and a team that works with me. Uh, But I've been doing that myself for almost 20 years, whether it's programming or design. And I wish that I had invested the time early on to pursue mastery instead of just hacking solutions together. Now, I got pretty good at hacking stuff together, going on Google, searching, copying, pasting, things like that. 
But when I think about all the potential that's there to do amazing things with Photoshop or Illustrator or any number of web programming languages, I know I could have done a lot more. Now, I'm not regretful of that. I've had other exciting adventures. <laughs> I've, I've been able to master some other things, focus my efforts in other areas. But I know from firsthand experience that if you just hack together solutions, you can make some progress, but you'll never truly reach the potential for growth that you have, whether it's in your business or your family or your faith or your health or your fitness or anything else you want to grow. The question, what do you want to master, is about identifying those skills that you can use to get that growth that you want. So what do you want to grow and what do you want to master? Now, once you have those two questions answered at the high level, that's when you're ready to dig into what I call the four by four mastery method. And here's the big idea. This is designed to be a simple, repeatable process with predictable results to help you achieve the goals that matter most. Now, notice that last part. This isn't about picking up a new tip or trick to help you make incremental progress. The goal of the 4 by 4 Mastery Method is for you to achieve the goals that matter most to you, like we talked about at the beginning. Maybe this is something in your family where you want to live a healthier life emotionally and physically together. Maybe this is in your business where you want to grow your team or you want to double your profits from last year in healthy and sustainable ways. Maybe it's in your spiritual life and you really want to draw closer to God and not just punch it in every week. The goals that matter most are the ones that you choose are most important to you. That's what this method is designed to help you do. Now, this is what I call the growth grid, and this is the centerpiece of the 4 by 4 Mastery Method. And this is a simple tool and a process that we're going to walk through together. Now, as you can see, there's four quadrants, and each of these four quadrants has their own four quadrants, hence four by four. And we're going to walk through one of these in each of the next four episodes, including this one. So the first step, if you want to master any area of life with a simple, repeatable process that anyone can follow, once you've decided what do you want to grow and what do you need to master, then you go to phase one. Phase one is knowledge. Now, let me just give you some real talk, all right? We live in a culture that prizes sound bites, sound bites and tweets and little conversational snippets that you can use to appear smart. But let me just tell you in love, if all you do is grab sound bites and tweets and little snippets of conversation to look smart, you will not actually be smart at all because you haven't pursued mastery. You've just gotten enough to get by, but you won't be able to see or make genuine change. So if you want to achieve those big goals that matter, the first step is being willing to do the work to grow your knowledge. Now, the good news is we live in an information age where there is nearly unlimited knowledge accessible to almost anyone, almost anywhere, at almost any time. But it's not always free and it's not always easy to get. That's why we have four stages in phase one. If you want to grow any area of life, First, ask yourself this question, what's my goal? Now, we talked about earlier that you want to decide what do you want to grow and what do you want to master, and that's at the high level, but now you need to start breaking it down to smaller levels. So let's use a business example. Let's say that your goal, uh, I'm sorry, let's say that the thing you want to grow is your product sales, right? Very simple. You want to grow your product sales. Okay, what do you need to master? 
Well, you probably need to master, if it's just you, you need to master the art of sales, right? Or if it's you and a team, maybe you don't need to master the art of sales. Maybe if you want to grow your sales, you need to master the art of leadership. Or perhaps you need to master the art of building processes and communicating, right? Different things will require different approaches. But let's say that you have a sales team. So you have three, five, 10 people who go out and they do the selling. Well, if that's the case and you want to grow your product sales, what you need to master isn't sales itself. You need to master leadership and process creation because you need to build a process to achieve consistent results in your sales. And then you need to have the leadership to communicate that process to your team. All right. So that then your goal would be to say, okay, I need to learn how to build processes and I need to learn how to lead effectively. All right. So perhaps you could say your goal then would be to learn better sales process development and better leadership communication. All right, so that's a that's a specific goal you can choose. It's serving the bigger goal of growing your product sales, but it's contextualized for what you need to do. Let's say this is a relationship area, and the area you want to grow is the harmony between the members of your family. Maybe you're in a family where the siblings are always fighting, or you you and your spouse or partner are just there's a ten, there's tension there, and you want to grow in that area. Okay, well, what skills do you need to master if you want to grow the harmony in your home life. Well, the skills you need to master might be communication, might be conflict resolution, might be listening, which is actually a subset of communication. Those are specific skills you need to master. So then you'd say, okay, what's my goal? If I want to improve the harmony in my relationship, the knowledge I need is my goal is to learn how to communicate effectively. Now we've talked about healthy relationships on previous episodes, and we will in the future. I have a whole other set of teaching and training about communication and other things. But in this case, if you want to improve harmony, you'd say communication is the goal. All right. Now, next step, if you want to grow, uh, you need to say, what's my why? Here's the truth. Growing your knowledge is not a process that happens overnight. It's not as simple as reading a single Wikipedia article and hoping that you'll remember the key points. If you really want to improve your knowledge so you can improve your mastery, you need to be willing to put in the time and put in the work. But if you don't have a compelling why, then unless you're a very rare person like me who really likes learning for its own sake, you're probably going to peter out and get really tired of doing all the work to grow your knowledge and achieve mastery. So one of the most critical things you can do is say, what's my why? Why is it that I want more harmony in my home life? So beyond the fact that it would just be nicer, maybe your why for wanting greater harmony in your home life is because you want your children to see what it looks like to cultivate a healthy and stable home life so they can do the same. Why do you want to increase your product sales in the next quarter? I mean, obviously it's good to have profit and it's good to have room to do things with your business. But if you find a bigger why, maybe the reason you want greater profits is so that you can hire an additional staff person or additional staff to free up some of your time so you can spend that time with your family or you can spend that time on the pursuit of other things that are more life-giving to you. If you want to grow your knowledge, you need to figure out what's your goal specifically that you need to learn, but then decide what's my why. Because a compelling reason why you want to grow, why you want to improve, will give you the strength 
to sustain the work it requires to learn and grow. All right, next, where is the gap? Now, here's the thing. I told you earlier something that you already know. We live in an information age. Chances are, if you want to grow your profits in the fourth quarter, like you know some things about that. If you want to improve the harmony in your home, you you have some ideas about that. You're not 100% ignorant, most likely. But the question is, where's the gap between what I already know and what I need to know? And some of this might seem like splitting hairs, but I promise you it's not. When you identify specific gaps you need to close, that's when you can actually take specific action to close them. Instead of just sitting back and hoping and sending all your reading resources out, and I'm just Google searching 10,000 things. No. So going back to our specific examples, if you need to learn better process development, well, chances are you know that a process is a series of steps designed to lead to a defined result. But maybe there's a specific method of process development that's uniquely suited to sales processes. You could find out what that is, and then you can say, well, I don't need to know the entire history and psychology of how all processes are built. I just have one gap. That's how to build a sales process. That's the specific gap I need to close. And what that will do is it will narrow your efforts so that you can focus only on the ones that will give you the biggest bang for your buck, help you get the most results for the effort you put in. Same thing, if you want to grow the family harmony in your home and you know that the issue is communication, well, what is it about communication that is the gap? I mean, you know how to talk in the same language as your partner, right? I'm assuming. Presumably, you have a basic idea of listening, but maybe that's actually the key. Maybe you realize that you're always interrupting people and you're always talking over them instead of stopping to listen and process what they're saying so you can better formulate your response. That's a subset that is the specific gap that you need to learn. And narrowing your focus will help you make better progress. So if you want to grow and master any area, it starts with knowledge. And there's four steps for that. Number one, what's my goal? Number two, what's my why? Number three, where's the gap? And number four, the final step is asking, where are the answers? Because here's the thing, not all sources of knowledge are equally effective and equally useful. Where are the answers? At the end of the day, you can go to Google or Bing or DuckDuckGo, which is the search engine I use because they value my privacy, or so they say. You can go and you can do random searches, but not all sources of information are equally valuable, equally viable, and equally applicable or applicable to your situation. Asking the question, where are the answers, is about finding the sources of information that align with your values, that are achievable within your budget, that have a track record to show that they can actually help you learn those things in ways that produce results. Where are the answers? Maybe for you, there is another family in your life that has a demonstrated track record of not being perfect, but having harmony. I like to say that harmony is not the absence of conflict. It's the presence, well, it's the presence of harmony, actually. Yeah, peace, there we go. Peace is not the absence of conflict. It's the presence of harmony. Different notes, different things, but they've learned to work together. Maybe there's a family in your neighborhood or in your church, uh, one of your coworkers, 
maybe they're the ones that have some knowledge that you could use. Maybe there's a book that you've heard good things about that a friend that you trust has recommended. Maybe that would be where you'd find the knowledge. If you want to grow your fourth quarter profits and you want to do that by building a better sales process for your team and then communicating that effectively, maybe there's a leadership podcast that has a regular pattern of having great guests that have good ideas. Or maybe there's a course or a coach or a program that you can join that will show you the specific things you can do to get those results. But the bottom line is, not all knowledge and information is created equal. But with a little work and a little intention, you can find the right answers, but only after you've followed the process to ask the right questions. That is phase one of the four by four mastery method. Now, let me ask a question. If you want a simple and repeatable process with predictable results, if you want to achieve those goals that matter most, here's the thing. How are you going to apply this tool to get results? And maybe you're asking this yourself. Maybe you're saying, okay, that's a cool grid. I like that. I, I think I get the idea. Okay, there's there's four steps that we talked about, and there's two actually bigger picture steps that we did before that. But how do I apply this to get results? Ah, well, so glad you asked. I'm going to give you three simple steps to take action. Now, let's do uh, let's do a really quick recap up here, all right? So the very first thing that we said you need to ask yourself is, what do you want to grow? So what we're going to do is you're going to write this down. What do you want to grow? All right. The second question you need to answer for yourself is what do you want to master? Probably should have said, what do you need to master, right? If you need to master something to get that growth, what's that going to be, right? And then the next thing we did was we said, all right, here are the four different steps in the first phase, the knowledge phase. What's my goal? What's my why? Where's the gap? And where are the answers? All right. So if you're going to apply this, here are three simple steps to do. Step number one, schedule a time. Schedule a time. Here's the thing. If you just wait to ask and answer these questions until it's convenient, chances are that's never going to happen. Because if you have a business, if you have a family, if you have an active social life, if you have a career that you're pursuing, there's any number of things that are always clamoring for attention. If you want to really apply this teaching to get results, it starts by scheduling a time. When are you going to sit down, block out at least 30 minutes, preferably an hour or more, to really think through, pray through, brainstorm, get scratch paper and write stuff, get a whiteboard and doodle, whatever you need to do. But it starts by scheduling a time. The second thing you want to do is make a plan. See, as you answer these questions, you're going to ask yourself, okay, well, what do I do? Where do I go? Well, guess what? The point of the 4x4 growth grid is to help you have a specific way to build a plan, to make a plan. But if you just answer these questions and you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, look at that. Where are the What's my goal? What's my why? Where's the gap? Where are the answers? I wrote it down. Well, now you need to make a plan to actually do it. So do it. Schedule your time, sit down, answer these questions, and then make a plan. Write it out in numbered lists. I'm a huge fan of that. Maybe you're naturally geared that way. Maybe you're not. But make a plan. And then the third thing is tell a friend. Because here's the powerful truth about all of us. We all do better when someone else is holding us accountable and when someone else is giving us encouragement. 
Now, maybe you're one of those people who is extremely self-motivated and you really don't need anyone else. You are a rock. You are an island. Thank you, Sam and Garfunkel. But most of us do better when there's someone who we know is counting on us to come through. When there's someone that we know is cheering us on to get those results. So if you want to take action to apply phase one, to get the knowledge you need to master any area and grow the things that matter, schedule a time, make a plan, and tell a friend. And when you do that, you will have just taken a huge leap towards truly mastering the things that matter most with the 4 by 4 Mastery Method. Well, I hope that's been helpful for you. I have been so excited to get to share this with you. And I would love to hear how it's impacting your life. One way you can do that is by leaving comments here on the episode, or I'd love to have you email me, philip at philipgonzalez.com, so that you can let me know. And also, if you have any suggestions for ideas, improvements, or other topics you'd like to see us cover, I'm always excited to hear that from you. Also, special thanks to everyone who shares and likes and subscribes to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to rolling out more great content for you. And lastly, as always, you can find more inspiration, resources, and other things at philipgonzalez.com. And I'd love to connect with you there as well. We're in the middle of a redesign. Uh, I am excited to see where we go from here. And I'm hoping you will be able to join me on the journey. Thanks as always for joining me here on Betterology. I'm Philip Gonzalez. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.